Across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyman, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Yes, please go to audio.hybendigital.com and get your first 30 days free, which is inclusive of your first book free. I love listening to books on tape, as us old fogies talk about, but essentially recorded books are even better if they're read by the author. I've always got two or three in the queue. Right off the bat, I got one to recommend to you guys. It's got an awesome title, and the author actually has this title tattooed on his arm so that when he wakes up every morning, he sees it, and it's by Ryan Holiday, H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. It's Ego is the Enemy. Ego is the enemy. You know, we automatically think that it's the people that are just going full out, charging the hill, these superhero type people that are successful. And he defies that thinking by saying, you know, look, I've got all these stories of all these people who have taken their ego aside, right, and pushed it aside, put others first and, and succeeded. But we don't hear about them. So here they are, and it's a classic book. I love it. Ego is the Enemy, Ryan Holiday. Just, again, go to audio.hybendigital.com, audio.hybendigital.com, and uh, get your first 30 days and this book if you want to listen to it for free. Hey, Rockstar Nation. Listen, I... I'm so excited because we put out this holiday special for Rebus University and we have had an overwhelming response of new students to the certified listing agent course. It has just been incredible. And I got some emails today uh, asking, hey, was it just a Cyber Monday thing? And the answer is, you know, what I decided to do, this is the new answer, is I'm going to just extend it. So I'm going to just let it roll for a little while in the holiday spirit. I'm not going to pull the plug on the 50% off. So if you want the CLA course, go ahead and get it. Until further notice, I'll let you know when we pull it. But uh, 50% off, you just just go to rebusuniversity.com. I changed the front page just so it's, you know, one price, 50% off. And then the Jeff Cohn course, everyone keeps asking me because, you know, they've heard of Jeff. Jeff's been on the show a couple of times, close to 700 units this year. This thing is is a lot of work. It's much more work than I anticipated, but we've put the finishing touches or my finishing touches on the final video. We still got the editors to do it, their finishing touches, but there is over 80 videos for the certified team agent, 80 videos of all the people on his team and intimate one-on-one with me and Jeff talking about how he makes 
you know, a million bucks net. Where the money comes from, going through line items and downloads that we're including of, you know, forms that he uses, forms that his agents use, forms that his admin use, 80 videos. And that means there's going to be probably about the same amount of quizzes. So this is a high intensity course. Someone else sent me an email today and said, hey, is this for team leaders or is this for age members of the team? And I said, first and foremost, it's for the team leaders, how to build an, an incredible bombastic team. But that being said, you can go to a section for instance, one of the sections, there's nine sections, one of the sections is called agents. And you go to that agent section and there's about 20 videos in the agent section and have your agents just watch those. You can have your admin just go into the admin section. There's about 10 videos there. And depending on what they are, they can just watch the listing agent, I mean, the listing admin or the pending admin or the sign runner or the whatever, the, the coach who coaches the agents. He has two incredible office managers and they have their own section in this course called management. So I'm answering this guy's question in a long way, but the answer is it's for everybody on the team really. But I think the person I get most out of it is obviously the person who wants to build a team or already has a team and just wants to make it better and more efficient. This is the course for that. So anyways, if you just go to rebusuniversity.com and you fill out a form with your information for Jeff's course, the certified listing agent, you will get a 50% coupon emailed to you. It is coming out in the next couple of weeks. I mean, it's got to be soon unless something really messes us up. So do it. Do it. rebusuniversity.com. R-E-B-U-S university.com. Thanks guys. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, I have an inspirational guest today. I got Mr. Heath Higgins on the line. And Heath is a man of my own heart. After my own heart, I should say. His life and my life follow kind of parallel paths with what he's done. And and he's really grown his real estate business and his real estate portfolio and his wealth the smart way that everybody listening should. So if you're going to want to listen to this several times in a row. So without further ado, from Jefferson City, Missouri, Heath, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars with Pat Hyben. Awesome, Pat. So glad to be here. Hey, Heath, why don't you tell everybody about yourself so they can get to know you better? Uh, yeah, well, basically, um, I'm married to my wife of 18 years. Uh, she's my rock star. I've got three kids. Um, my wife's a school teacher, so she does fifth grade. So she's she's really patient and has had to have a lot of patience being married to me and all the things that I get into. So um, again, I have three awesome kids: two daughters and a son. My 16 year old uh, just started driving this year, so give me a lot of gray hairs. Kind of a little bit about me and my background. I graduated college and in 98 with a degree in criminal justice of all things um, thought I wanted to be a lawyer kind of got out of school went to work for a small computer company selling networking to companies even though I knew nothing about networking I just kind of BS my way through it so then I started a side business back in 1999 selling anything and everything for people via a little company called eBay so I became one of the first eBay power sellers. When that, that came up, I started selling stuff, anything from jewelry to cars to clothes to artwork, and I would just charge people 10%. So I was already accustomed to earning commissions and started making a lot of money, 
doing the eBay thing, so I knew I needed to invest that money somewhere. So late night in for commercial, I think it was Carlton Sheets. I bought a course on real estate. I was going to buy some real estate. So that's kind of where it all flourished from there. I bought my first real estate uh, duplex that I own to this day back in 2000, and uh, it just kind of took off from there. I decided I needed to get my real estate license. So in 2001, I got licensed, went to work for a company in Jefferson City called Coldwell Banker, and in 2007, I started my own company. Um, I bought a franchise realty executives and uh, started a team. I, I was, I've always been on a team. I started my team in 2001, right when I got into real estate and uh, just been doing it ever since. Wow. Amazing journey. Okay, great. Well, let's get to some nitty gritty here. So first of all, before we get into some of these other things, let's talk about your team business. Okay. So how many houses did you and your team sell last year? So Last year we sold 236 units in in 15, and I've got a small team. It's it's nothing big. I know there's a lot of teams across the country, but I average between you know six, eight, up to ten agents. Um, that's that's including my staff, my office manager, and all that. So we do about anywhere between 236 to 250 over the last ten years, steadily doing that amount of units in a small town. My town's yeah, my town is. Uh, less than 35,000 people. So I'm very small town, average price range of about 140,000. All right. And what would you say your ECI, your ego commission income is on that? Oh, shoot. We, <laughs> uh, we did just about, just under a million dollars in GCI or ECI, as you like to call it. All right. And then, so what'd you net? So that's my office after paying out the agents, the office net was just under half a million. So and then, nothing, and then, and then after nothing expenses, staggering. Was it? Was there expenses after that, or was that like net to you? Was half? That was net. Yeah, that was net net. Yeah, so okay, so that so you you okay. got a half. You, okay, so you got a half mil from that. So how are you involved? Like how? What is, what is your role? So my role is I'm just kind of the team leader. I've got my agents. Um, I've got buyers agents slash sellers agents. So all of them agents work for me. I don't pigeonhole them. They come in and they can list. They can sell. Um, everything goes into my name. So it's the Heath Higgins team of experts, but my agents are free range. They can list, they can sell. We're on a 50, 50 split after 10% comes out to the office, which I own the office. So 10% comes out to the office. So essentially they're kind of on a 45, they get 45, 45. Yeah. yeah okay, they, cool. they net 45, but they have no expenses. So, um, you and they get leads. Everything. we generate leads through, through different platforms such as commissions inc and and all different kinds of and platforms you pay for we, all that yes correct. okay okay so all right and then do you actually go on listing appointments yourself that sort of thing i do i've, I've tried stepping out of the business many times sometimes i go listing appointments sometimes i really like to take my agents with me so i might make the initial face-to-face with one of the agents just to kind of the celebrity presence because we do a lot of celebrity endorsements around town here through from Barbara Corcoran's and and Sean Hannity's and and some big names that do local endorsements for us, plus all the local radio talent endorses me. So a lot of times people are very disappointed when I don't show up. Yeah. Um, so, so, so I that, might make that initial appointment, but then after that, and then my agents kind of take over from there. You know, that's what Jeff Cohn calls the rock star model, which is like you're a rock star, you're on stage, and people want you, right? You're famous, yeah. like a rock star. And so if you go to see Guns N' Roses and Axl Rose doesn't come out and just 
freaking slash comes out with uh, you know the other two guys random three exactly. and random four people are pissed so it is challenging right to, to go sure. to get out of that rock star thing have you ever succeeded at, at trying that or have you just given up on that some of my agents i mean they're they're good and i trust um uh, you know i've got a couple agents that if it's a difficult client and i can't be there then i always will send them rather than you know, some of the other less experienced agents say, and, and they're trained and they know, they know what I say. They can almost say it better than I can. Now they've heard me say it so many times. So, so it gets to the point where there's that little bit of shock and that disappointment, but they can rally right through it and, and, and explain to them with, with some of our, um, you know, our dialogues and scripts that they, they have. So they, they can overcome that pretty easy. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. So tell me about what else you got going on because you got, well, let me just pinpoint this here. So now you also own an Allstate insurance company, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so we started about three years ago. Um, we bought a commercial building. We, we moved into this big building. We're like, man, we got to fill this thing up. What are we going to do? We need to be real estate related. So we started, one of my partners was an insurance guy and, and did some insurance stuff. So you know, I got with him and I was like, we need to start a insurance company. So we started looking into it. We ended up buying an Allstate franchise or invested in, in one of those. And we have a guy that's a rock star that runs it for us. He stepped in. So so he's on a salary. So he's the name because because yes. the insurance industry is a rock star industry as well. You know, they got Tom Bosley, Allstate Insurance, right? It's t- mm-hmm. typically it's been a very rock star, for lack of a better word, since we're since we're terming that right now. Rock yeah. star, you know, you can't. It's very unlikely to have Allstate or State Farm or Erie without a person's name attached to it, which exactly. isn't right or wrong. And I didn't want is. my name, and, and my cousin and myself didn't want our names necessarily attached because we were in other businesses. So we, we took a young guy that was kind of in the insurance business and we, we really boosted and propelled his career. And so it's really uh, like, it appears that he is, that he's paying you rent, that he's there, that you have nothing to do with it. And so like, what does he own a percentage or is you? you So yeah, we, 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 we vested with him and and he's, you know, the young, the longer he's with us, the more percentage he gets and stakes in the company. And and uh, so, yeah, he's he's just really crushing it for us and growing the book of business. And it's kind of a natural progression when you sell real estate. And I have an in-house lender who's one of my partners as well. So he has a mortgage company. So I send stuff to him. And then he, in turn, rolls it right into the insurance business. So it's kind of just it rolls right down one-stop shop. Um, I also own, uh, own a home inspection business um, that I don't run and uh, that that my uncle retired from from the state and had a construction background, so we got him licensed and and uh, put him through. So he he earns a salary from us and wow. And, okay, uh, so wait a minute. Let me, in- l- let me yeah. stop you here because this is really cool how you did this. So first of all, does the mortgage guy yes get money from the insurance? Say that again now. Like the the mortgage guy refers the insurance guy, right? Sure. Yeah. Does he get a kickback or you know a referral fee or does he own part uh, of the so, so what we did is when we started it, we, we partnered with the – he's my partner that owns the insurance company with me. So it's just a natural progression. So he's got a stake in the company. So, yes, he wants to funnel everything through to the insurance company. So oh, it's, wow. it's just a funnel. I see. I so, see. Yeah. So, it kind of starts so he owns – so it's the same owners. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Okay. And then, and then the home inspection company is your uncle. So you got your cousin. Then you got your uncle – 
Yeah, kind of a family business. Yeah, yeah, all these things are related. You're you're the common denominator. Now, what kind of, you know, what kind of conflicts of interest or no conflicts of interest or disclosure or all that crap did you have to deal with to get all this so so smooth? Absolutely. So the only disclosures that I need to make, and we've ran this through legal and different places like that, is is if anybody's working directly with me that I recommend, then I have to disclose. Hey, by the way, I have a partial interest in this company. So. Um, for example, a homeowner's, uh, you know, an inspection company. If I'm working directly with a, with a homeowner, I've got to disclose that to them, yeah. which I do gladly, you know, because it's, hey, it's, yeah, I own the company, but this guy's licensed, he's insured, and here's a track record and testimonials from hundreds of clients who have used him that he's done a phenomenal job. I think, it, and and we, we, I think too, in a small town, town, smaller town, it's probably more acceptable to be like, hey, my uncle, you know, sure. runs this or, you know, I run this or I own, own that. And in, in, in the bigger cities, probably people are just a lot more skeptical or negative on that. Like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. he's going to he's making a, you know, he's he's going to tell us the house is great and uh, just to yeah. get the commission. Yeah. But they don't realize you you got to see these people. I mean, you see them all all over town. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and and the reason that I've done it this way is is there's just opportunities everywhere you look. And, and, and any success coach, anybody, I mean, I've heard you say it, you get, you've got to have multiple streams of income and, and to be successful, especially in the real estate market, you know, you got ups and downs and trends and this and that. So putting all your eggs in one basket and not trying to diversify yourself into different businesses, I think is a, is a major problem that most people have. Um, and, and, and you go back to real estate, I don't understand that how agents, especially successful agents, they have to invest in real estate. I mean, that's, um, that's why, you know, I've also started nine partnerships. I have nine current active partnerships what, that what, buy what, and sell real estate. What does that mean? Why, why would you have nine? It, it just allows, uh, again, multiple streams. So nine 50, 50 partnerships with different people where you're the um, lender and, and they're the, uh, they're, well, they're, they're, they're the investor. They have the cash and I'm, I have the knowledge. Mm. So, you know, so who's, finding the, me, says, who's finding the, the deal and doing all that. Yeah. The they know they got the deals. So. So I've got the deals, so they do the investing, and then I do all the managing from anything from real estate, uh, apartment buildings to to fix and flips to commercial, um, just constantly trying to grow the business. So basically, you have nine different partners that you deal with on a regular basis that you'll call and be like, hey, I got this place. I can buy it for this. We can sell it for this. We can put this much money into it. You kind of manage the whole process, the contracting, all of that. They put in the money, and then you split the profits. Is that how it works? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. And then you just bought seven houses or seven things, right? Like like so you, recently, you have seven under contract? So I have seven. So right now in my portfolio, we have 48 active rental apartments. Um, I have seven. Um, I have five properties right now that are under a fix and flip. So we're, con- we're, we're rehabbing five properties currently right now. I've got a crew that goes in and, and rehabs and fixes them up, anything from foreclosures to rundown homes. So we fix a lot of those up. And then um, I've got seven that are currently um, under a lease purchase contract, meaning that I own them. And then I, rather than quick flipping them, I'll roll them into a lease purchase for people that maybe don't have perfect credit. Um, that'll, that they'll rent from me for a year. They'll put mm. down a sizable down payment, you know, $5,000, $3,000 rather than a regular rental deposit. They're, they're giving me thousands of dollars and then they're paying me an inflated market rent 
um, for one year so we can help build their credit. And then after one year, then they close on the property. So I have seven currently under contract, and we've we've closed at least 10 this year from previous years um, that have actually sold to these people. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's, that, that's amazing that you can do that and that you have such a pool that people are like, yes, I want to buy it. Now, I mean, are they, do they pay and it's it? It's super easy when I do it. You know, when we advertise that we have a house, everybody wants a single family home rather than living in an apartment building. Yes. But most people, so the way that we advertise it is is basically Craigslist and Facebook and different places like that in the rental sections of places. Okay. Because so that's where renters are looking because so they don't think they can buy. Let's dumb it down. So what exactly does the yeah. ad say? So it'll say rent to own your own home. Stop paying rent or stop wasting money renting when you can own your own home and then they'll click through and it'll say, you know, Hey, for $1,200 a month and, and $3,500 down, you can own this home and it'll show pictures and that generates the phone call. And they're like, really, how does this work? You know? And then what, what I do is I screen the call, you know, I make sure that they've got a good job. Why can't you purchase right now? There's a lot of people that are going through divorces, um, that, you know, have a divorce. They've lived in a home. Now they're divorced and maybe their credit's dinged up a little bit. So they want to get their kids into a house. It's kind of a perfect scenario. We do that a ton with people, both husbands, wives, you know, they want that house. They want that stability for their kids. So it works out well. And from there, I roll them right into my business partner who owns the mortgage company and, Hmm. and he screens them and scrubs them and says, yeah, I think we can really get them. If they do this and pay off this and, um, we should be able to get them uh, a mortgage in a year from now. And so really, it's it's not renting to own. You're not doing like a uh, an installment contract or something where they're actually legally getting the house. You're just renting it to them and they're saying, renting. if you get your crap together uh, with the help of my partner, we're going to sell it to you. That's all yeah, you're doing. So, we'll, right? so here's the way that I structure it, and uh, I don't know if anybody else does it quite like this. Being in real estate, I actually physically will write a contract with a date of one year in, in for a closing date one year in the future. And uh, then we do what's called an early possession rider, where I actually will give them possession of the house early. So their house, they, they are under contract to buy this house. And in the early possession rider, I spell out the terms. You know, you're going to pay me $100 a month rent, and you're going to put $3,500 down as, as a security deposit. And then in the special agreement section, we would fill out that in the event you do not close in one year, you lose your security deposit and all rent credits. Because usually I'll give $100 a month rent credit. So if they're paying $1,200 a month, I'm going to give them $100. So I'm going to give them a $1,200 a month rent credit after one year. So in one year's time, they're getting their $3,500 back plus $1,200 rent credit. So they're getting $4,700 back, which helps with their down payment. So I'm, in essence, acting as their bank and their savings account. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because most and, renters are bad savers. And then, right? Yeah. Up to a hundred percent. Yeah. And and so, and if they don't do it, then they lose that forty seven hundred essentially, right? I mean, in there, psychologically, correct. And, yeah, and that it makes hurts. it hard for people to want to walk away from. And there's something that works really well for us on that flip side is, oh, I kind of lost my train of thought. So, yeah. so, so when they, they buy, yeah, go ahead. So when they actually buy, they're going to get that in in their payment. On their house with escrows, with taxes and insurance, their payment actually goes down, usually a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks. So it's even a win win for them. Not only are they actually now they're gonna own the house, but their payment just went down. 
And the bank so and, it, and the bank doesn't have a problem with you giving them so much. Like you know what I mean? Like you know they they want a certain amount to be their own no, money. How as do long you deal as we source that? everything with the mortgage, you know, they want to see. I mean, first off, you know they're renting from me, but but even if you have a renter when they're getting approved. Most of them want a rent history. They want to say, okay, we want verification of employment. Mm. We want verification of rent. So as long as I'm collecting their rent checks for them and I'm making copies, putting in their file, I'm helping build their perfect credit application. But it doesn't have to show a bank account with their name on it. It's okay. Exactly. Because I know with FHA and some of that, you know, they want, you know, you got to have some skin in the game. Oh, yeah. Their skin is in the game. When they put the $3,500 down to me, that's sourced as well. So as long as it's sourced and that's their money that they're putting down, you know, I see. it's, it shows yeah, so it's we've never had a problem. We've never ran into any problems with that at all. I love that. That That's, that's brilliant. Okay, good. So now tell me about the Burger King. So again, just owning commercial things. <laughs> I don't, I, we own the building. We bought, we, we flipped some land and rolled a 1031 and I don't know how, but we ended up owning a, a nice commercial building that has a Burger King tenant. So, um, I'm not a big fan of Burger King. I don't eat at Burger King, but we uh, I just you don't, don't that, eat their chicken fries. <laughs> exactly. So, um, what do they pay? Commercial. Rent? What like like is that a net net lease? I mean, basically, you don't got to do anything, and they just they just pay. They, uh, they, exactly. We don't do anything. What, so do, that, what, what do they pay you in rent? The first tenant who got in trouble, and that's when we bought him out. So we found a new buyer to buy out. Basically, three other three of this guys bad deals and uh, that's right when we stepped in and bought the burger king so so we're we're definitely cash flowing from what we bought the building for it's a great cash flow so we've kind of done some improvements and cleaned it up and and uh you know like we're we're debating on whether we want to put it on the market and sell it and try to roll it into something else so hmm. well there's a good market you, you know the commercial market is high people are are buying it real low cap rate so um yeah so yeah. you know it might be a good time to do that certainly exactly and then the tricky part is where to put the money i don't know maybe you pay taxes exactly that, you know? <laughs> i know so my next venture my goal i'm big into goal setting and i'm big you know i want to go from owning 50 apartments to 500 in the next two years that's that's one of the goals that i've wrote on and wow and well, we're really that's exploring where you put a lot the money of then <laughs> yeah yeah we're we're really wanting to grow so um we just opened a second real estate office just 30 miles north of my current town, which is in Columbia, Missouri. And Columbia, Missouri is about four times the population of Jefferson City. It's something I've wanted to do for years. Um, and we're finally just stepping out of our comfort zone and doing it and trying to go in. Even though it's only 30 minutes north, it is completely, it's a new town. Everything's different. Um, it's a college town, so we got the University of Missouri there. And, and we see a lot of opportunity. So trying to build a team, start a team, get another team, just duplicate what I'm doing in this in my current market and just duplicating it into a new town and, and basically taking the celebrity endorsements and just rolling them straight into that town and, and you know, for the most part, acting like we've been there forever. So, yeah, we're really and, excited and, about and, that. And, and, you know, that tends to work, obviously. you got to have some balls to be able to, to tough it out for probably a year you know what I mean? Like you can't, it, it costs a lot of money for you to do that. I know. And then, you know, I think that's where a lot of people fail is, you know, they do it for three or four months and they're like, it's not working. I quit. So tell me about that. Let's talk about that. So are you using rate right now? I am. Yeah. Radio okay. and television experts. Great. Matt Wagner. Awesome guy. 
if, you know, if anybody out there is not using, then you need to reach out to Matt and uh, his team. And, Matt, uh, and Matt's been on the show before a couple of times, guys. You can find yeah. him on uh, hybendigital.com backslash Matt Wagner and, and check him out. So tell me about that. So how does it work? How much are you spending on the, on the ads? Uh, how long does it take for someone to say, hey, I saw you on there with Barbara Corkin from Shark Tank. Come list my house. So those are easy. I mean, when they when they do that, they call me, and, and that's a slam dunk listing. So again, that's a really celebrity endorsement. So when those people call, they really want to see Heath, and and they want to say, "Man, do you really know Barbara? And how do you know? You know?" And Sean Hannity, for example, we 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 do ads with Sean Hannity, and, and Jefferson City is a very conservative town, and you know, with the election going on, so we're on talk radio, advertising commercials multiple times a day, and. And everybody's listening to talk radio right now. So they, you know, I get those phone calls too. Hey, Sean Hannity says you're a great American. Come list my house. So, <laughs> okay. So let, let, let's, let me put you on the spot. Give, give me your yeah. 30 second commercial. Go ahead. Uh, like what Sean Hannity's talking, he's just, you know, you know, if there's anybody I would use, I would use Heath Higgins. And he just goes on and on and talks about my guaranteed program, my guaranteed sale program, my trade up program. Um, I advertise to buyers and sellers all over that trade up to my listing and I'll buy your house for cash. Um, I generate a ton of my purchases and my partnerships because of that guarantee. Um, I've been offering my guarantee since I was 24 years old when I first got into the business. I, I heard it from Craig Proctor. I went to a conference back then. Um, and he talked about you got to have that USP, that unique selling proposition. So at 24, I threw it out there everywhere. Hey, I'll buy your house if I don't sell it. So that was scary for me at first, but uh, I quickly embraced it, you know, and, uh, you know, I have bought some homes because of the guarantee, but um, you, you can't be afraid to do it. You got to get out and you got to get out of your comfort zone and just do it. Yeah, you have to have, like you said, a USP, unique selling proposition, which makes you way different than, you know, the three P's, put a sign in the yard, uh, put in an MLS and pray. Let me get into some specifics here because we love to give meat and potatoes on this show. So talk to me about the I'll buy your house for cash if you buy one of my listings. How, can you tell me like exactly how that works? Absolutely. So I break it down to real estate. Everybody tries to make real estate so much more difficult than it really needs to be. And and what I really like is is the ease of you know and not to be cliche or anything but of buying a car you know yeah you can sell your car on your own but what's the easy way to do it you take it down and it doesn't matter if it's a hunk of junk or what and you're going to trade it in on that new nice shiny car so i was like how do we make that just so it's that easy for sellers of homes because anytime somebody's thinking about buying up to another home they think their biggest fear a seller's biggest fear is what if my house doesn't sell so you got to remove the fear and move toward pleasure. So the pleasure is the new house. So when I post that out there, I'm taking people's fear, what if my house doesn't sell, and making it as easy as trading in your car. You know, and trading in the car, you know, you know you're not getting retail when you're trading in your car. You know, you're getting wholesale because then that dealer's got to take that car and they've got to clean it up. They got to do some stuff to it, and then they've got to put it back on the market and try to make a little bit of a profit. So it, it makes sense to people when they call me and they say, "Hey, tell me about your move up guarantee." And you know, obviously, when we go out and we meet with those people, it makes sense when you explain it to them like that. that, you know, that and, say, and, hey. and I love that. I love that analogy. I can see how your sales pitch, you yeah. know, is it flows. But the, now, what I want to know 
is the specifics of it. Like how much do you, do you charge them extra to do that? Are you charging them a higher commission? Are you charging them fees? So um, number one, are you on paying what that, percentage of the, of the value? Hook sure. me up with that. So, so the way that, that an average, a typical deal on a trade up would work with me, Pat is, is, is let's say I take a listing and it's a $300,000 house. And let's just say I'm listing it at 6% commission, um, which is, is typical. Um, so instead of putting it on the market like a typical and, and praying, like you said, and then ho- and hoping to get half of the commission when you split and you do your co-broke with the other agent that's selling the property. So now I'm eliminating having to split because the, the, the potential buyer is calling me direct. So when I move wait, to wait, a wait. seller and I'm going to get the full 6% commission on that house, on the bigger house. On the um, bigger so, house. On the bigger house that they're Oh, okay, right, because they're buying one of your listings. I got it. Yes. So they're getting, you're getting so then, the full boat on that. Getting the full boat on that, which allows me my down payment. Basically, I could take that money that is a three hundred thousand dollars house, and I'm going to make eighteen thousand dollars. There's my down payment, so I'm risking my commission on the down payment of this other house. So let's say it's a two hundred thousand dollars house. So you have a bank that will loan you ninety four percent of any house, basically. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when I go into a house, no questions asked. Do we agree that your house has a market value of two hundred thousand? Everybody agrees. Here's the comps. Here's what we. If, if I was traditionally listing your house, Mister Seller or potential buyer, you know we would list your house at one ninety nine nine. You know this is where you need to fall in the market. So so my guaranteed sales price usually is going to be five percent less that because of the average list to sell ratio is going to be about five percent. So that means I'm automatically going to buy it for one ninety because I'm taking five percent off. So if we have a two hundred thousand dollar house. I'm going to buy it for 190. Now you're going to net after 190, take off another six percent commission, because that's what your expenses are going to be. So now I go 190 minus the six percent, which is 190. I'm buying it. Basically, my cash offer is going to be 178.6. That's really not a bad deal because you know, like you said, they're going to get negotiated five percent or something, maybe three percent, maybe anyway. maybe four percent. So, but so when you when you're you not really it out, you're, you you're not messing them up sheet. at all. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're going to net anyway. So they're happy to take the 178, move into their new house, and be done with the whole process. Not have to worry about making beds every day and showing your house and doing all those things. Now, so I've got 178.6 in it. If I've done my job and I know the market correctly and I know that that house is going to sell at 199, I'm basically just investing my commissions into this other house, and I'm going to put it right back on the market at 199, and I'm going to try to get it sold fast so once i sell it then i'm only offering it a three percent commission because i'm already the listing agent i'm only the, i'm the real estate agent so i'm only got to pay a buyer's agent three percent yeah so i'm yeah. going to recoup my three percent back out of this house if i've done my job correctly as well this is great and i think that you know originally when i started hearing this i started thinking well i bet he's getting a lot of people or i wonder if he's getting anybody that's calling him saying Heath, I want to buy one of your listings, so don't show me anything in the MLS. Only show me your listings. And then I realized, no, 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 no. That may happen, but what it's really about with the unique selling proposition is he he has created this, call it a gimmick, call it whatever you want, right? I don't know the right word for it. USP. He's created USP. Call to action. Call to action, and then people hear it, and they call him and say, tell me about it. And then he meets them, and whether they take it or not, he's got them as listing clients. You can't think of it as a, you know, anything other than a way to get people to call you to do business Absolutely. with you. Whether they take it or not is irrelevant, right? 
And if I have the perfect house in inventory right now for this person, you know, that doesn't mean I can't go sell them something else. And so now I've already triggered another buyer, potential buyer lead for my buyer's agent, for my team to go out and sell houses. So it's all about the lead gen. Hmm. Write that down, guys. It's all about the lead gen. That's what I was trying to say. It, it has nothing to do with anything but getting the, the serious seller or the serious buyer, in this case, serious seller, to call and say, Heath, tell me about this. How does this work? And if they don't take so, yeah, it, then so he listens the anyways. The to get that buyer or seller to raise their hand and say, hey, I'm a potential client. That's awesome. That's really good. I really like how you do this. Wow. Heath, you've got so much going on. I, I love how you have going uh, all this stuff. I, I know that uh, you put down on your interview sheet here that uh, one of your favorite books is As a Man Thinketh and how uh, you and I came together uh, for this interview by the universe bringing us together. And then just the other day you were, th- you were listening to it and you said, you know, I-, I should go on that show. And all of a sudden I sent you an email and boom, here you are. Glad you loved that book. Do you have any comments on that? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great book, and, and I'm a big reader. Reading is, is crucial. Um, sometimes I don't have time to just read, so I'm, I've always got something dialed up on audi- Audible. Uh, listening, you know, Zig Ziglar University, uh, Automobile University, I'm a huge fan. Every single morning for at least 60 minutes, I'm listening to a book. Uh, the book I'm reading right now, Grant Cardone's new book, Be Obsessed. Um, great book. Grant Cardone is over the top. If you If you don't know him, check him out. He's awesome. Um, I, I try to absorb all of his stuff. He's a rock star. Um, so yeah, yeah, you got to read, you got to grow. That's awesome. And, and you guys can get all those books. Actually, you can get uh, some of those books for free on audible by going to audio.hybendigital.com audio.hybendigital.com. Hey, and I'm going to put all of Heath's information. I'm going to put all the books that he recommended in case you're driving. I'm going to put everything we talked about. If you want to get a hold of him, if you want to send a referral to Columbia, Missouri, all that stuff is going to be on hybendigital.com backslash Heath Higgins. Heath, listen, this has been an awesome show. I really appreciate you coming on, brother. And uh, hopefully if I'm ever in uh, Columbia, I will definitely look you up and uh, we can break some bread. Awesome, buddy. I appreciate it so much, Pat. It was a pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Bluehost. Check this out. If you have a website you want to host or already hosting and are probably paying too much, they have disrupted the world when it comes to hosting things inexpensively and efficiently. As little as $3.95 a month and you get a free domain name. They host over 2 million websites worldwide. Check it out, uh, listeners to this show. Very inexpensive and efficient. They can get a free domain. So I got a coupon for a free domain for you. Just go to host.hybendigital.com. That's host.hybendigital.com. Over 2 million websites hosted worldwide by Bluehost. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.